This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Mm, yeah, baby, it's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode number 124. Dude, what's going on? We're, we're deep in summer, but today felt a little bit like fall. It was like kind of rainy and... Oh, it was kind of nice to have a little break from the sun for a couple days. Yeah, it was nice, man. It's been 90 degrees like most of the days this last week. I had my AC unit on, and I was freezing my balls off this morning when I woke up. That's nice. We got people listening. My aunt's listening from Abu Dhabi. She's like, it was 122 122 degrees. Shut the f*** up. Yeah, we get it, Karen, (laughs) but we're not used to that in Seattle, okay? You say Karen and Jane, man. Whatever. I was just saying, you know. (laughs) Sorry, Karen. What's when you go- live overseas, you're listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. My name is Kevin Deers. Ian Reese is at the realm, the helm. <laughs> I'm the at the realm, realm of he's the helm the, of the realm. He's at the anal realm. <laughs> Ryan the Beard <laughs> is hanging out to Yo. my right. The whole crew is back together again, and uh, yeah, man, it's just a few weeks still pain in the grass. Yeah, we've been a little busy just doing local interviews and stuff like that, po- posting them up online. But man, I think Pain in the Grass is going to kick ass because we're going to have so much other audio. I don't know who we're going to interview yet. No, don't but here, spoil it. Here's the deal: we just found out that we're going to be throwing a huge party. Metal Shop not only is going to be, uh, you know, hanging out on stage, interviewing a bunch of bands, but you're also going to be a part of a Metal Shop party. If you want to go to kisw.com. Just look up the Palace Law package, and uh, it, the Palace Law premium tickets yeah. will get you backstage to listen to interviews with us and some of the metal bands playing that day. VIP, baby. And you'll also get awesome barbecue food. You'll get uh, cheaper drinks, and you'll get VIP treatment. You'll yeah. get to hang out with KSW jocks and, like I said, some of the metal bands. Some of the metal bands, you know, we can't promise you who yep, we'll be talking to that true. day, but let's look at the lineup. We got Slayer. We got Testament. Lamb of God. Uh, we got Anthrax, Anthrax and Napalm Death. Napalm Death opening up so, at the Library Amphitheater. If I was just a listener, if I was, a, I'm a fan of metal like I am. I would love to hear interviews uh, with any of those bands and kind of just get a peek behind the scenes with any of those. So, Yo, and let's be honest about another thing too. It's awesome because you can come and go as you please at the VIP. Exactly. You don't got to deal with all the other jabronis. You got free food, a bu- like a, a bar with only a few people. You got to battle. And it's, dude, it's it's worth it, man. And this is going to sell out, so if you're hearing this now, just uh, go to KISW.com, like I said, and uh, you can you can get Pain in the Grass tickets from there and just uh, choose the premium package, man. It's totally worth it. Yeah, check out that package, man. man. Check, check out, out package, that sweet package, man. Yeah. That barbecue alone was worth it last year. I <laughs> ate myself into a food coma and couldn't move. You're going to be with us, right, Ryan? Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Goddamn right. Dude, speaking of sick packages, oh, you see no. this lineup with suffocation, man? Yes. Suffocation's last tour. I guess we should hit that little news thing, shouldn't we? Oh. (laughs) Ah, yes. There we go. There we go. There's the, it's the news time, Thanks, sound guy. Yeah. All right. (laughs) After all these years. In the past few years, uh, Frank Mullen has kind of pulled back as vocalist of Suffocation. He's been on the albums and he's uh, he's toured sparingly because he's got a full time job and uh, he's got kids and he's admitted like you know I can't really support 
kids and my family on just underground death metal. It That's makes true. sense. He just so said, you know, I got kids. It's time for me to pull out. <laughs> wow. Too late. That so, said, though, we, we did get to see him the last yep. time they played in Seattle down there at the uh, – Gold R.I.P. Studio Seven, but he was like, it was like a one-off show. We exactly. Were, I, you and I talk. I remember seeing like, is that going to be the last time we see Frank Mullen sing? It is not, uh, because he is doing a farewell tour. So he's not going to be on the albums. He's not going to be in Suffocation anymore. But he's doing one farewell tour with Suffocation, and uh, it's coming to Club Sur Rocks down in the so- Soto area uh, in Seattle here in November second. And the package, like I was saying, is Cattle Decapitation. Christian and Surreption alongside Suffocation, man. That's a hell of a tour. Yeah, that's going to be insane. And I know, Ryan, I know you were bummed when Surreption dropped off of uh, Summer Slaughter here recently. I was super bummed about that. I didn't yeah. bother to go. Yeah, well, Honestly, it was kind of shady what happened at paint, at uh, yeah. Summer Slaughter because it, it, it was kind of whack that Summer Slaughter didn't mention that uh, some of the bands that a lot of people wanted to go see w- dropped off the, f- the festival. Yeah, of course they didn't because people were going to start refunding their tickets, so people showed up at the door going, you know, what the f*** is happening here? It's a little bit of a disappointment, so we're just going to acknowledge that for any of you who uh, missed that, but they are coming back with Suffocation and Christian, and dude, uh, that's honestly one, it, a better lineup. This is a better lineup. Yeah, exactly. I'm much more stoked for this lineup. If you're <laughs> someone who's in the, in the game of promotion, don't do that. Yeah, if don't someone do that. drops off, a show a bill like it's just it's fair and it's it's only right to mention when someone drops off because there's people that are coming out from maybe from out of town for just like right. prioritizing their life to make it there and you don't want to waste their time or their money come yeah. on just be transparent and that's that's going to go longer than just making a few bucks off this kid well, that you you I totally ha- I hate to use one of the dirty words in the music business which is legal and legality but like technically that's kind of a bait and switch so just don't do that. It's uh, it's only going to piss people off. So that said, uh, there was one dude this week, yesterday actually, who had finally, he just had snap. He had enough, He had man. enough. We were talking a couple weeks back, I don't know if on the podcast or on air, about the guy, the anniversary of the Killdozer guy. Oh, man. Uh, out in the yeah. Midwest who, like, uh, there's some... Cor- cor- I totally uh, forgot about that guy. Yeah, some corporation... Uh, like built like an oil refinery next to his like auto shop and cut off the roads, cut off the water, and he was trying to go through like the city council and everything, and he just kept getting at every turn. So he stopped working for three months. He built a bulldozer tank and decimated half the town. We've we all like movies Jesus. like remember remember the movie Falling Down? Oh yeah, you know. Well, it's, there's sometimes people just can't take it anymore. And know? it My should God. be noted that that dude did not kill a single person. Exactly. All the buildings that he demolished were all buildings that were directly linked to the people right. that had effed him over. So, so. this, the, what we're about to talk about, in case you didn't hear, of course, this is a local issue for us. Like yeah. the guy at SeaTac Airport yesterday who hijacked the Horizon airpl- airplane, which was a $33.6 million airplane today, I found out. <laughs> uh, he did, And this is why, I, like at first, I was like, oh man, what's going to happen? But we're finding out now, which is why I feel a little more comfortable talking about this. This guy who hijacked the plane had had no intentions of taking anybody with him. Yeah. The plane was empty. He wasn't trying to hurt anybody. And if you've heard the air traffic control uh, communications, he made that you know very obvious. Yeah. But he in this thing, so this guy yesterday, 29-year-old mechanic who was working at the airport, jumped into an empty plane in one of the, uh, like, what do you call that? Not the bunker, but like the, the, hangar? the air hangar. Yeah. yeah. Somehow backed the plane out onto the tarmac and took off in an airplane. This guy doesn't know how to fly a plane. He's not a pilot. I I love his communications with the tower. If you go back through and listen to the audio, he just says, "No, nah, don't worry. I play some video game show. I'm sure I can figure it out." <laughs> yeah. 
And so they're trying to like talk him through how to get how down. to land the plane. Yeah, and he goes, I don't know how to land this plane. But he's doing literally. He did a loop to him. He went upside down. Went all the way back around, damn near. He came like maybe twenty feet from crashing into Chambers Bay down south, you know, South Tacoma down there. Barrel rolls. He was talking to the tower. And he pulled it off and he kept going. He's talking to the tower, going, You guys think I can do a barrel roll? I'm just gonna do a barrel roll real quick. (laughs) Just let me do this barrel roll. Look, so he ended up look, and it's kind of funny to mention it first. And I was we were I was working last night. We were both at Defy Wrestling. Yeah. uh, down there. Shout out to Defy. Yeah, shout out to them. Congratulations to them too, by which we can get into a little bit. Sold out shows in a row. But I'm sitting there working security, like watching the live stream of this. It goes in my mind from like, wow, this is hilarious. And uh, people are posting like, this guy's my hero. But like he, this guy, and he said, he's like, I'm a broken man. I'm having a really hard time. And the sad thing is, is that he crashed onto an island, which I found out yesterday only has 16 inhabitants. Wow. So this really couldn't have gone any better, I guess is what you'd say. Mm -hmm. Because they had, they, they scrambled F-15s from Portland, Oregon, and it took them less than five minutes to get to Tacoma, so that says something there. So they were about ready to shoot this guy down if he was going to be, like, flying into Seattle or something. Yeah. So it could have been really, really bad. But he wasn't trying to. He wasn't he was trying just... to, and he ended up crashing, and he's definitely... <laughs> he's smeared, man. He's gone. Like, yeah. that thing, that plane just exploded into a million pieces. And so, like, I guess the bottom line is, like, I, I'm not going to say good for him because, you know, at the end of the day, that airplane's insured. So even if he was pissed off at his bosses, like... I'm sure they're going to be just fine, but it further like signifies a little bit of the desperation that happens with young people and stuff like that. And so we'll find out in the days to come. Yeah, it's super sad, man. But but at the same time, what a hell of a way to go. It could have gone worse. It It could have gone a lot worse. But he left his mark. Left his. Oh, that's kind of classless. He left his mark on an island out there somewhere. Jesus. Yeah. So. Uh, that goes out to that guy. We don't know what his name is yet. Twenty-nine-year-old mechanic man, just trying to make it, and. uh he went out in an epic Michael Douglas falling down fashion. So, do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll, Fox. So, anyway, while we're uh, talking about weird death stuff and talking about death metal, let's just transition over to the new Deicide song. <clears throat> Deicide song, Seal the Tomb Below. Uh, the record's coming up set September 14th, and here in about a month on Century Media, Glenn Benton, one of the scariest and uh, most strange, iconic, <laughs> creepy, <laughs> yeah. weird. So that's coming out. He's working with uh, the artwork for the record was done by Jesus Christ. Zygbniak from uh, Paradise Lost Ghost. He worked with Mayhem. And Jason Sukoff, who worked with Trivium and Black Dahlia Murder. So. Have you guys listened to the song yet? Yeah. It's awesome. It's pretty hard. It. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty hard. So look forward to that one. And I uh, do, I mean, like, we might as well just keep going, talking about the new stuff that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, we got new Soulfly coming out soon. Uh, Ritual is the name of the album. It's actually the follow-up to 2015's Archangel, which was a badass record. Um, it's their 11th album. It's coming out October 19th on Nuclear Blast. And uh, they just had their new single, Evil Empowered, stream below. It's hard, man. Stream below. I'm, just re- <laughs> I'm reading. I'm literally. You, you can tell what I'm reading. Yes, so. I can. Uh, yes, it is uh, streamed below the podcast that you're listening to right now. Yeah, so Terror is coming <laughs> back. They got a new record coming out this year. Um, this band kind of writes the same record over and over again. But it's a good record. But I like that record. <laughs> so they got one coming out in September. <laughs> they September got dude from Cruel Hand playing with them now. Yeah, he finally stepped back because I don't think Cruel Hand's really doing much. Remember that last Cruel Hand record that came out? It was real. His butt. Life of Agony kind of ripoff, but like not the good way, which, if you know me, is not really compatible with my music taste. But 
That said, uh, terror. <laughs> anyway, bless you. That was insane. Wow. Hail Satan. That was some grindcore sneezes. September 28th, Pure Noise Records, the record's mental demolition. We got brand new terror. Uh, and if you listen to Metal Shop this week or next week, we got brand new songs off of that as well. Yeah, that album cover rules, too. Have you guys checked that out yet? Look at that. I'm What's seeing the terror it. One? Yeah, yeah, the terror well, it's one. It's all kinds of cool. Broken glass with someone's face. It's a pretty cool one, but yeah. it's like art yeah. drawn. It's art, man. So you remember the last uh, Pig Destroyer song we played a couple weeks ago where people were getting super pissed off because they were like, that's not grind, man. I liked it. I like it, I too. it was a great song. I kind of like that it pisses off grind uh, elitists, too. I, the reason that I mentioned that is because this new song, the new Pig Destroyer song, is incredibly grindy and like super groovy and like basically the antithesis of the last song and I feel like they put that last song out as kind of just a big f*** you to anybody who would like <laughs> get all pissed off about it and then they were, came back and they were like ah just kidding man we're still Pig Destroyer so that the new uh, the new song is called The Torture Fields and the new record called Head Cage is coming out uh, September 7th on Relapse Records uh, High on Fire is actually going to be coming to town uh, they're going to be coming to town with is it uh, municipal yeah. waste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me see here. It's municipal waste, high on fire. The band Haunt. Haunt and Toxic Holocaust. And they're going to be. Such a good line. Dude, yeah. that's going to be insane. That's they're going to be playing yeah. Seattle here. Showbox at the market on November 21st. But I bring up High on Fire not only because of that, but they also just. Uh, release some details about their new album electric messiah yeah the, can i read the quote from uh of course from matt yeah. pike here he said i had a dream about lemmy uh explaining the inspiration he's talking about uh the inspiration of this new song electric messiah which is the title track he said so i had this dream where he got pissed at me he gave me a bunch of shit, basically and was hazing me not that he didn't approve of me but like i was being hazed by him so the song is telling me that the world telling the world that i could never fill lemmy's shoes because lemmy is lemmy man and I totally get that. He said he wanted to pay homage, homage to him in a great way, and it turned about turned out to be such a good title. And the guys said that we should call the album "Electric Messiah." So it's uh, not of the cap, tip of the cap to uh, Mr. Lemmy Kilmeister there, Kilmister. Did you guys know that Matt Pike lives in Portland now? Really? Yeah. Huh. So uh, if you see him around more, that's why he Let's just lives a couple hours away. Let's go. Like, remember when those people used to try and find out Dan's exact address and go hang outside his house? Oh, I know Danzig's address. Oh, well. 666 <laughs> Satan Boulevard. Let's go find out where Matt Pike lives and just smoke endless joints in front of his house until he finally comes out and says hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, Bruce Dickinson turned 60 years old this week. And he is still has more energy than your average 20-year-old. Yeah, so he joined Iron Maiden in 1981, man. Yes. So how old? I mean, I'm so goddamn bad at math. How old would that make him now? It's like calculus to me at this point. Well, he would be 60 now. Yeah, that's what I mean. But what, back how, then, how old, how old was, was he then? back then? Maybe wait, wait, 21. What, what year did he join Iron Maiden? 81. 81. So, Ryan, you, you figure that out. But, I mean, like, he's come and gone with the band over time. He quit the band in 93 and rejoined back in 1999. And uh, Iron Maiden's put out a few years, a few, few records since then. Uh, he was 23. 23. Twenty-three. Yeah. Thanks for the calculator, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. You it, buddy. The Google that. calculator coming in handy. I mean, we're talking about a guy who had to go get chemo on his tongue because he went down on too many ladies. Eh, that's what the report. That's was. what he said. No, he came out and said, "Yo, I had HPV on the back of my tongue and I had a cancerous." Tumor Don't be blaming it on the. He man. said it. I remember this specifically. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I've had lots of oral sex on the ladies there." So. <laughs> But he's good, man, so uh, it's good to see him, and happy birthday to you, Mr. Dickinson.
Uh, I thought it was pretty cool that uh, Howard Jones, the former vocalist of Killswitch Engage, he actually made a an appearance uh, on Friday, August 10th at the O2 Arena in London, and uh, he did a duet with uh, Jesse Leach on the song The End of Heartache. Uh, there's there's video, fan shot video of it, and it's pretty cool, man. You know, it's, I, yeah. it's cool to see those two guys broing down because they were always like that shot, like that like rumors that they were kind of like beefing or that there was like a rivalry right. between them. But, but well, okay, so I read like this big essay that Jesse Leach wrote on Instagram this morning actually when I got up, and he was talking about how he never really knew Howard. So he quit uh, Kill Switch Engage because he was having his own like mental illness issues. Yeah. Like he was having suicidal issues and depression, and he just couldn't take the touring life anymore. So he stepped aside. Howard Jones stepped in for, I don't know, a good, good damn near a decade. Yeah. And that's and, when they really became big, is yes. when Howard was singing. Yeah, for the him. end of Heartache Man really took off. And Kill Switch, dude, they're on top of the I world. I mean, now. they had that. Uh, honestly, their biggest single was Dio Holy Diver single. Well, yeah, that well, that was getting played on MTV when MTV and KISW like, yeah. mains. But dude, I mean, K- Kill Switch Engage, ju- like literally just last week, got off of opening up for Iron Maiden, dude. Yeah, pretty huge. They're so they're still really big. So what I was reading from Jesse Leach is he was saying like I never really knew Howard. People always had, there were rumors flying around about how we were beefing and stuff like that. He was like, I never really knew him. And the thing that, like, the thing that kind of ties them together is that Howard Jones also quit Killswitch Engage because he was having the same type of mental illness issues and, uh, you know, depression. And he was just obviously, he could tell something was wrong, so he stepped out. Otherwise, something really bad would have happened with him. I guess the question is... How bad is it to tour with those guys? <laughs> no. And it seems like they're like the f- most fun group of dudes like Adam D. You know, you see, remember seeing him on The Price is Right, winning The Price oh, is yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't always say everything. So he said that he and Howard finally just met about six months ago for the first time. Yeah. And he said that they clicked. And he was like, it's, it's surprising how much of the same person that we are. We have the same mental illness, illness issues. He said we, ser- we share the same love for medical marijuana. And a bunch of other stuff. So it's really cool to see them together. Uh, I, this is not like a professional and not produced thing. Can we play a piece of this? And like, sure. Because uh, ha- they go back and forth and they share the mic. So uh, Howard Jones, also reportedly from Jesse Leach this week, is singing on a new song on the new Kill Switch record. That's Very awesome. Cool. So they like made friends. So let's check out and see what that. Switching off. So the backup is Jesse Lee. That's awesome. You know what? I think we gotta play this for a metal shop tonight. You want to? Yeah, I'm down. Ryan's not. <laughs> I'm not worried about that bearded opinion. We'll play enough underground grindcore for him to wet himself. It's fine. All right. I mean, the production's okay. Sounds all right for Instagram Live. Yeah, no kidding. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just kind of warms my heart as a fan, like a 16-year-old kid who was totally. a real big fan of that band. Because we always just assumed there was some real like tension there going on. 
And just to see them, like, hugging each other on stage and, like, being friends with Howard again. Because, you know, anytime you, like, lose a member or kick someone out or whatever, it's a little ugly there for a while. That's cool that uh, things are good between them. And yeah. uh, if you're a fan of Howard Jones's voice, he definitely still belts. And oh, he's, he's in the band it. Light the Torch. They're on Nuclear Blast, too. And uh, you can check them out. They're, he is in a band with uh, former members of Bleeding Through and some other dudes. So uh, check out Light the Torch. Did we already talk about Deicide? You yeah. did, man. Oh, okay, okay. You f***ing stoner. <laughs> and why you got to call me out like that? We already talked about the Municipal Waste Tour. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, oh, Let's talk world, about World Day. Oh, yeah, yes, we should. Oh, that's another thing Ryan, you got this? Tonight. I totally forgot. No, I don't got this. This article's so long. <laughs> what the f***, bro? I can barely read. Are you kidding all right, me? All right, all right. Here's the deal. So World Day passed away last year. Uh, it was December 13, 2017. Yep. Um, and he was down in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And he was actually working on the follow-up to his 2014 album. Um, and he came up to the studio and was telling us about how stoked he was to get down there. And he was going to spend some months down there. It's coming out October 26th. It's called Shadow Work. And it's going to be completed using vocals from like apparently various studio and pre-production sessions that he had done. But these are going to be the final Worldane recordings uh, on October 26th. He teamed up with Brazilian musicians Johnny Moraes, Thiago Oliveiro, Fabio Carito, and Marcus Dota, and uh, they were his touring band for for World yeah, for Aim. World, yeah, for the World Aim project. And uh, yeah, so the album's called Shadow Work, like you said, and uh, they're yeah. going to finish this out. It says it's going to be uh, a special CD, a media book, offering a 44-page booklet, which is going to be kind of cool, a gatefold LP, and a 12-page LP booklet. Wow. So this is going to be one that's worth getting, man. You know, if you're going to if you ever spend money on vinyl, this is going to be definitely a good one. Grab that first edition because, uh, you know, World was a legend and uh, still continues to be influential. So that makes me fun. happy. Yeah. That makes me really happy. And and it's not something that's just like a quick cat, like cash grab or something. It's it's for the fans, man. Like that, we got to hear that. You know, it was it was literally the thing he was working on when he passed away. So it's it's amazing that it's going to be able to see the light of day. Right. And, and that's going to be the final thing that we'll be able to kind of like enjoy and savor yeah, um, exactly. his, for his lasting legacy. Well, you know we're not going to let you get out of here without entering Metal Shop's Brutal Poetry Lounge. Too, Too hot, hot for, for radio. radio. It's been a f***ing hot minute, man. So we're going to really gross you out by going over to Italy, one of the centers of world culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. All right. So off of the record, degenerating anthropophagical euphoria. Here's draining necro-anal disgorgement. Kevin, take it away. Addicted to the excrements of the dead. Post-mortem nourishments of secretions. Coprophagical deeds. Stay gutted corpses. Prone on the table. Ripped away from their place of eternal rest. I start predating the bodies. Awful pleasure-seeking draining rotten Rectal bleeding upon my tongue. Consuming bespattered intestinal juices, splattering cavities till the last drop. Gorging sh and sewage of bodies on rot. Sewage. I fill my mouth in delight. The stench is sickly sweet. My hunger is growing on and on and on. I grab handfuls of tainted, tainted, putrid waste, wallowing in pools of steaming shit. <laughs> Munch on the septic matter. Munch it. Hovering over the corpse in decay, 
forced in my throat, coughing up. <coughs> Forcing it in your throat. And choking. Decrepitated mental compulsive fixations for human disarray. That's not a word. Influenced by every motions to slide my hands into the gastrointestinal tract. I drink blood and feces. Intoxicating me with this rank rotting putridine. What? Putridine. <laughs> Erupted from the dead. My decrepit procedures of deviated autopsy. Let me obtain all the food that I crave with no effort. Mm, I shit. feel sick. I'm fixated with taste, this seepage, and I devour it entirely, puking and regorging again. I'm a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> pervert. Good job, Kevin. Thanks, Italy, for your exported death metal. That was putridity, baby. Draining acronanal, di <laughs> acronanal discouragement. Something like that. All right, well, cool. Necroanal. Uh, if we don't see you guys before uh, painting the grass, come say hi. It's going to be a metal shop party, KISW.com. Grab that VIP pass, free food, discounted drinks, and all the metal that you can cram up your butt. Right, Ryan? Straight up there. Straight up. Now tell <laughs> me, are you going to go to... Painting the grass. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for listening to Battle Shop's Backstage Pass, episode 124. And we will see you guys again next time. Suck it. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.